Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I am Kirsty Ferugia. And I am Amy Ravel. Welcome to today's episode. Today's episode might be one that you want to share with a parent, aunt, uncle, family member, friend, because today we're talking about downsizing. And we want you to not turn off if you're like, oh, well, I'm not, I'm like years, decades off downsizing. Actually, some of the things you're going to learn today may be relevant now, but also great for you to have in your tool belt when you're talking to others about decluttering. Yeah. So we have done an episode on downsizing before um, and it was, yeah, and we've got quite a few episodes that relate to this um, podcast. So uh, we wanted to revisit this though, because we have found that a lot of people are in this market of actually preparing for downsizing or their children listen to this podcast. (laughs) So moving to a small home can absolutely be stressful, um, especially when you've collected a lifetime of memories and belongings. And we believe that everyone is unique and every situation is unique. And so what works for you if you're downsizing may not even work for your partner. (laughs) (laughs) If only all the rules would apply to both or all of the people living in a house. But no, we're all different. We've got to take different tactics. I like that this, so today we're going to focus really on that retirement, empty nester stage of life. But we do have episodes, so we've got Downsizing into Freedom, where we interview Belinda and she talks about them downsizing as a young family. We've got um, an episode with Marion called Apartment Living, so they downsize from a house to an apartment in the city. We've got a sea change episode with Owen. We've got a moving overseas episode with Fiona. So, you know, you're going to hear some things that are in those episodes, uh, but this one is specifically about that older adult. And, in fact, there's an older adult episode with Trudy. Um, but, yes, today we're talking about our older adults, family members or We know a lot of our listeners fit into that category yourself. Mm. So here are our top tips for downsizing. Number one is to be intentional and figure out what is your why. So having a clear vision for your downsizing, like why are you doing it? Is it because you need to 
um, for medical reasons or health reasons? Is it because you're moving closer to your grandchildren and children? Is it because you're moving further away from your children (laughs) and your grandchildren? (laughs) And thinking about like, what is this next season going to look like for you? Mm. Thinking through how do you want to feel in this new home? How are you going to be living in this new area? Um, are family going to be visiting? Are grandkids sleeping over? Knowing this and more and having some idea about what your purpose for moving is will really help you to decide what is coming into the new home and what's mm. coming with you in this next season. Yeah. And I think often when people are downsizing curse, particularly for the clients that I've helped personally, is they're usually moving out of the family home. So it may Mm. be a home where their children have been brought up or they've been living with a partner or they've lived there for 40 years. Um, I spoke to a client the other day and that was, they are the third generation living in the house. And so they have to declutter because they're they're about to move out. They're decluttering their stuff, his parents' stuff, and his grandparents' stuff because the house, you know, like it just it's just normal that when someone dies or moves out, there are a few things that stay around, but that just can compound when you've got three generations worth of people who have lived in the house. So it is, you know, it's a big thing to downsize, but it is important to know why. Why are you downsizing um, and to be intentional about that? Yeah, I went and did a... Uh, chat talk at um, a retirement um, village community meeting a couple of months ago and we um, get everybody to um, stand up and then sit down for how long they've lived in their home so it was like okay sit down if you've been in your home for 20 years sit down if you've been in your home for 30 40 50 and Were there people had, that long? Yes, some people have been living in their home for more than 60 years. <gasps> that's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. Imagine the memories. And that can that I can imagine will be really hard when you leave a house that has memories attached where you're like, oh, this is where my kids learned to walk or this is where my grandkids used to play in the sandpit. So having that kind of vision and that intentionality means that you can – enjoy what you've had and you're not neglecting the memories of the past, but you're also thinking like, what do I need in this next stage of life? I am baffled, cursed <laughs> at how many people downsize into houses bigger than I'm living in now. Like the amount of people that downsize into four bedrooms, study, two living, is it's becomes quite standard. Whereas when my grandma downsized, She downsized into a one-bedroom little unit that was all she needed. I'm pretty sure my beautiful grandma slept in a single bed until she passed away. Like it was, it was modest. Whereas I feel like downsizing has changed a lot over the last decade or so. Yeah, well, even just thinking about my parents when they so they sold their house in Melbourne, uh, they jumped in a camper van they're traveling around Australia at the moment in their camper van and they um, bought a house in Wodonga but their requirements for the house was that it had to have at least um, three to four bedrooms because (laughs) they both do things that like they both have lives and interests that they needed a bedroom each for mm. for their interests. 
Um, and so it would be interesting to see if those interests change as they go traveling um, or if when they get back to a home, they're like, awesome. Because like, for instance, my mum has barely, hasn't painted since oh, she's been really? on the main. Yeah. I would have thought she would because she's seeing like lots of new yeah. skylines and <laughs> environments. She thought she would too. Huh. <laughs> but they're not, haven't ever been anywhere long enough for her to right. set up and like huh. dig into the painting. Yeah. But I think, I, like I know that she's really keen to, at this point, she's keen to get into that again when she gets, when she makes her home in Wodonga. Mm. And so like it, you do need to think about how do you want to live in this new season? Like what totally. are you taking? And that will help you to make decisions about how big your house needs to be or what it needs to contain. Does it need to have sheds? Does it not need to have sheds? Because mm-hmm. we don't have anything for the shed anymore, you know, or the gardens are being maintained by somebody else. So yeah. just knowing all of that can help you to be really intentional about what you take into your next home. And I think too we can have like these intentional pictures, visions of what we want our um, downsizing and retirement stage to be like. And it may be that you do want to have the grandkids over, you know, in the school holidays for a week or you want to be able to host a big family lunch for eight. But that doesn't necessarily mean... For eight. Well, I know because my big family lunch is like 27 and yours is even more. <laughs> but realistically most people can't sit 27 at, a, at one table. Not easily anyway. But you may think, okay, well, I want to host eight people, so I have to have a dining table that seats eight. Mm, You don't actually. If you're going to be eating 99% of your meals on your own, maybe you just need a folding table that when the family arrive, you can pull out and put in the kitchen or in the dining room or in the lounge room or outside. Or you go out to a restaurant instead. (laughs) Correct. Or you're okay with everyone just having a something on their lap and sitting in the lounge room. So instead of maybe having a bed for each grandchild that you think will come and stay over, you may just have a couple of blow-up mattresses, like or even just a foam mattress that can easily go under your bed and just be pulled out if and when the grandkids come. I think having spaces that are multi-purpose and multifunctional when you're in a retirement and downsizing stage is really important because it gives you flexibility and it doesn't lock you into anything. And it means that you're not spending all of your downsizing and retirement time cleaning bathrooms, vacuuming floors, you know, doing the cleaning or all the money buying a house that's bigger than you actually need. Hmm. The next one is to declutter first. So, you know, you guys have heard us say it a million times, declutter first, organize second. So decluttering first is important because you need to decide how much space that you have in your new home and then what realistically can you bring? So some people like getting the map and map, what's it called? The plans. (laughs) I guess it's a kind of map, The, the plan map. And you might want to measure out like which bookshelves will fit because you may not need to take all of your bookshelves or all of your um, sideboards or all of the beds or anything like that. So you kind of need to know where you're going to, but realistically, you're going to need to declutter first. Yes. And that will help you to know just how many pieces of furniture you need to take or if you need to buy different pieces of furniture Mm -hmm. that now suit Um, your new home or suit the new like your new way of living in your home as well Um, and 
yeah, decluttering will absolutely help you as you go to put your home on the market or, and or potentially style your home if yeah. that's the route that you're going down. Kirst, the number side. of client inquiries that we get that is of um, people who are ready to downsize but the reason they haven't and they've been talking about it for years is that they're just fully overwhelmed with the idea of the decluttering. And so they're being held back of living the life that they want because of just the stuff. And so if that is the thing holding you back, it is an awesome idea to get some help to do that decluttering so that you're free to make the decisions that you want and you're not bound by a house making your decisions for you or even clutter making your decisions for you. Mm-hmm. So we have quite a number of questions to ask yourself. <laughs> so when in doubt, quiz yourself and ask these questions. Does this item support my values and priorities? Does this item fit in the vision I have for my ideal space? Does this item feel essential and meaningful to me? Have I used it in the last year? Or three, (laughs) do I really want to pack this item and find a new home for it um, in my new home? Um, If it broke, would I buy it again? Do I have a realistic plan to use this in the future? Is this item really worth the space that it's taking up in my home and and how much it will cost me to pack it and move it? Uh, Could this item be of more use and more helpful to another person? Do I have a similar item that serves the same purpose? And would it impact my daily life not to have this item? Such good questions. We'll put those in the show notes for you so that you can, um, you know, maybe take a screenshot and have them with you when you're decluttering. Next. So, Kirst, the next one is give yourself time and grace. And I want to share um, a story that one of our team shared at our team meeting on Wednesday night. And this team member is working with a lovely older adult who lives on her own, um, is in her latter years of life and is kind of preparing for, you know, what do I want the kids to know about when I pass away? What are the things that I can get rid of now that don't have stories attached, that don't have any meaning? I've just collected them. I've been living here for decades. And um, Sally told us a beautiful story of putting a box aside with the intention of having a box full of stories, really, Kirst, wasn't it, and and sentimental items. So they put the items in the box that the client wanted to keep to give her son, but then wrote the story down which is exactly what we want people to do. Write that story down and put it with the item. And so it's such a gracious act because then her son or her family don't have to go into the house and say, I actually don't know what's important. And I feel like if I don't have mum here to ask the questions of, I'm scared I'm going to throw something out that's important. And so, you know, when you're going through, if you're the person that's doing the downsizing, Allow yourself time and grace to make those decisions, to, you know, think about the memories, write things down, grieve sometimes. Um, But that's an important part of it. If you just rush through and like a bull in a china shop, you're going to feel a bit hot and flustered and and maybe have decluttering regret at the end. Yeah. And we know that it can be really hard to say goodbye to some belongings. Like there's, it's, you can't fit a five bedroom home into a two bedroom unit. That's the reality of space. Um, and so we just want to really encourage you to give yourself some time and some grace um, and grace to other people 
or um, in the process as well. Um, and holding space for other people um, can be challenging. You know, if you're you know trying to get your husband and wife to hurry up and get on Come board. Come on, you don't need that. You haven't played with that or touched that or used that or worn that. Yeah. yeah. So have grace for them too because they may be um, processing this change differently to you. Um, and so what you can see, um, it may appear to you like they're dragging their feet. Um, but I really, we really want to encourage you just to, um, have conversations with Mm. the people around you and ask them for what's, you know, ask curious questions, get curious about them, about what's going on, um, and listen to the reasons why, um, they're saying, you know, instead of just nagging them, ask them why they're finding it really difficult because then you can um, work on that Mm. or, you know, they can, you know, they may feel lighter just by talking about it and then able to process that and work through that themselves. And so, yeah, and your kids might be adjusting. Like it's not just may, it may not just be your partner. It may be your children. You know, they may be grieving that you're moving to Queensland and then they can't come with you. <laughs> um, or they may be grieving because you've lost your partner in the recent mm. past. And so, yeah, we just, yeah, time and grace are always good things. <laughs> um, but, and also, you don't want to leave things too late. So, um, yeah, just um, give yourself time, but maybe have some boundaries around that time frames as well. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yeah. Number four is to get creative. So it's it's really good to think creatively about the ways that you're going to keep some of those treasures and memories. So you may not be able to keep big items, but maybe you could create a photo book that has some really special items and stories that you can take and it just takes up one book on your bookshelf instead of boxes and boxes of heirlooms and things that your parents have handed down to you. It could even be that you've collected a heap of letters or postcards and you want to put them in a photo book that can be really helpful um you know like you just want to think what what's the most efficient but also honoring way to keep these memories without keeping necessarily all the stuff Mm. I shared in our downsizing episode um but I'll share it again um what my parents did when they (laughs) sold up and moved into their camper van so they went through and picked out those treasures 
and they told stories about those treasures and they wrote down the stories for us um, and then asked us all, one of five children, there's 15 grandchildren, um, asked us if we wanted any of them um, or wanted to keep some of them in our house on loan um, until they, they're back into a home. Um, and it was really fun reading my parents' stories about things that, like, my mum has a washing basket there and it's it's not a washing basket, like, oh, it's a basket, I should say. It's probably, you know, thigh height. So mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> we did use it as a washing basket. Like but a again, dirty clothes basket type of thing. Yeah, but it's a bit wider and bigger than that, like, but again, Suitable for hide and seek is what I'm hearing. Yes, like, yes, yes. (laughs) Um, That's how I would have used it. Yeah, and we definitely had clothes in there because five children, seven people in the house, we weren't very efficient at getting through, (laughs) like, putting clothes away. So they would often, like, the clean clothes would often sit there and that's where you would go to look for your undies and socks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but she had a really beautiful story about why that was precious to her. The rest of us just would have looked at it and gone, why are you keeping that mum? And so telling the story made me then appreciate why she won, why she wanted to keep it Mm. or why it was worthy of telling a story about. Um, And so I don't think they necessarily kept everything of their story list, but they took photos of them and they've put it into a document and shared it with all of us so that we can retell these stories. And for the items that we have kept or like have taken for ourselves, um, not only can we tell those stories, but the rest of us have got those stories too. Yeah. Even if you don't have the actual thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like my, my dad has a, um, ashtray none of us spoke <laughs> that my great uncle I can't you know I should know the story <laughs> um, I do know that somebody made it in one of the wars out of uh something metal so I want to yeah. say like a grenade or something like that <laughs> yeah something um, warish warish and they turned it into like almost like a a helmet but it sits upside down and it was mm. an ashtray for when people used to smoke. <laughs> yeah. And, and Kirst, one of the things that I was talking to one of our clients the other day um, whose mum is looking to downsize and has a substantial book collection, like one of the creative ideas that she had suggested was, mum, you don't need to hold all of those books in your house. If the village that you're moving to has a library, maybe you could donate them to the library so you can read them when you want to, but you're not having to store all of these books in your house. And I was like, that's a brilliant idea. That might be exactly the solution for some people that can donate art to the retirement village they're moving into or the lifestyle village to donate furniture. Like there's so many options. They may not always say yes, but it is an option to think about. Yeah, albums, CDs, records, DVDs, all those things you could definitely check with the place that if you're moving into an independent living retirement village or non-independent living, <laughs> you check with the place that you're moving to yeah. um, if you're not just moving to your own smaller version of a house. Brilliant. Next. This has got to be yours. 
<laughs> Does it? <laughs> well, this is what you say all the time. I love it. Okay. Number five, just start. <laughs> so you can absolutely start decluttering today. Why wait until you've put down a deposit on a home or on a place or signed up a real estate agent? You can absolutely start today and it will reduce your stress when it comes to finding the ideal place and selling your home. And it will help you know what you're looking for. Because Mm -hmm. if you downsize first, like you downsize your possessions, all of a sudden you're like, actually, that whole spare room we don't even need a spare room at the new house. We, we mm. haven't used it in a year. We haven't used it in six months. And you might save yourself um, time, energy, effort, money by going, hmm, I actually don't have enough possessions to even fill a three better. Let's go for the package down and get a house that actually fits what we need. Yeah. And like, for instance, my parents moved in, you know, bought their own home. They're not moving into a retirement village. And so that's why they wanted to have the spare rooms for people to stay, but also for their own um, hobbies and, and activities. But if you're moving into a retirement village, like a lot of them do have gyms, they have um craft rooms Mm. they have activities that you can do libraries and home theaters and stuff that you can do that you actually don't need space internally in your own place number six is to start easy and this goes whenever you're doing a house move so whether it's a downsize move or you're moving rentals or you're moving interstate you want to start easy and go through the things that you're definitely not going to keep And so whenever I move house, I always start with things like books. Um, Back when there were CDs and DVDs, I would do those because I can live without them. So just start decluttering. Start easy. Start with the things that are not difficult. You might start with like linen. Okay, well, I'm definitely not going to need 15 tablecloths in the new house. So pick the two that you love. So don't try and necessarily go, all right, heirlooms, here I come. All right, family photos. All right, wedding dress. Start easy, give yourself some wins, build up that decluttering muscle. And the questions that we gave you before will start to come naturally when you're in the rhythm and the momentum, as we spoke about a few weeks ago, of the decluttering. And starting easy is a great way to, what did we say, shove you off the cliff or something or push you down the hill? (laughs) Yeah, it builds momentum. When you've got easy wins, you can, like you've built up that muscle so that when it is time to get to the heirlooms and the photos and the art, it's easier. You'll be you'll be better prepared to make wiser, more decisive decisions. <laughs> yeah, decisive decisions. They're my favourite type of decisions, the decisive <laughs> ones. <laughs> Shifty. <laughs> um, number seven is to take time with your treasures. Um, so just allow enough time to be to thoughtfully go through your belongings and enjoy the memories that come up for you that are associated with those items um, and come back to number one about being intentional about what it is and why it is that you're taking with you. But we, we do encourage you to take time, like, you know, give your time, self time and grace, but in particular, take time with those treasures. 
And number eight is to focus on what you're gaining and not losing, which is huge. In fact, I was talking to Belinda, who um, does our podcast with us and is the back end of the podcast land, about joy and happiness and and jealousy today. So we're going to cover that in a podcast episode in the next couple of weeks. But change is hard. And when you're thinking about all the things that you're losing, you can kind of come to resent the change. But when you've done that step number one, and you've got that vision of why am I doing this? What's the purpose? What do I get? What's the freedom that I get? You'll be able to actually look ahead and focus on what you're gaining. You'll be gaining time, freedom, you know, you don't have to spend as much time cleaning, you can have more people over, maybe you'll have more community, you might not want to spend more time at home, you may want to do joining community activities. So just try and find to that thing to focus on of like, here's where I'm heading. And this is why it's worth it when it's hard. Because mm. there will be some tough days. <laughs> That's normal for anybody who's moving. And particularly when you're packing up a whole lifetime of mm. memories and deciding about whether where those memories should go on to. 100%. Last but not least, least is last but not least in the list. In the list. <laughs> is to enlist. <laughs> help. <laughs> we need help. <laughs> we do need help. <laughs> we So we want to encourage you, whether it be your family and friends, or if you do decide to hire a professional organiser and declutter coach, um, so that they're that non-judgmental and supportive expert on your team. We just really want to encourage you to try not to go it alone. Um, we've absolutely it's had really enough hard. of doing that during COVID. So why would we want any more of doing it alone? <laughs> um, yeah. And what, like from my perspective, obviously it's in our best interest if you choose us to come along with your journey, but <laughs> it's such an honor and a privilege, like to be able to hear your stories, to be able to walk beside you through this journey and, um, be that, um, person separate from your family. So yeah. we can handle your, like challenging moods we can handle when you burst into tears when you've found an old photo we can handle when you're just had enough and you want to throw in the towel um we can handle it when you're joyous about this next season that you're moving into and that is absolutely not to say that your family can't and your friends can't they can probably do that really well too but we get to walk away and not have any like we don't take it personally if you're having Mm. a bad day we don't take it personally if you've like got a little cranky with us (laughs) we know that it's not necessarily about us it might be you know just the emotions that have come up with you so I think that that is one of the things that I see is a real benefit of having um, somebody else, somebody, um, objective. Yeah. And... It's the objectivity, isn't it? Like yeah. we don't have an opinion, personal opinion about what you want to keep. Our job is to keep bringing you back to your vision. We mm. don't have a vision for your house because our vision is to help you achieve yours. And so that's our job. Whereas sometimes when you've got family or friends, they can have another agenda, which is, Oh, you can't get rid of that. Your mum made it. And you're like, 
well, I do want to get rid of it though. So what, what do I do when the people around me are telling me different to what I think is the best? So yeah. it, is, it is sometimes a really productive and helpful thing to have someone come alongside you that is outside of your um, family or social setting, but you do whatever you need to do, but don't try and do it alone. It's, it can be really challenging. Yeah, I think the other thing about having a professional organiser come in and help you is that we can keep you on task, but we don't get cranky with you if you um, are going slower than you than other people would think that you need to do. Yeah. So, for instance, your family might be like, come on, mum and dad, we've got to get this on the market in the next two weeks because they're, you know, agents said that it's a really hot market right now and come on, come on, come on. Um we don't have that agenda. We, we come in and work with you, but we also keep you on task as well. Yeah. So we can be like, okay, but are you, yeah, like you've told us that your vision is to get out of here within two weeks. So how can we help you to achieve yeah. that? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's such an awesome life stage change <laughs> that has so many things that can kind of, uh, halt you and stop that momentum and one of the huge ones that we often hear about is just that clutter I just don't know where to start in mm-hmm. fact Kirst we're doing uh, we're being featured in a magazine in the next couple of weeks all about downsizing and um, we're preparing an article and we've got some advertising going out and I was speaking to one of the editors this morning and they were saying that when they hear from people wanting to downsize and retire the biggest thing is around what am I going to do with all my stuff? How am I going to make these decisions? I'm really tired or I've got physical limitations or I've got locational limitations so I don't have family close to me. And they said this is a really key issue for seniors in Australia. And so it is our privilege to be able to come alongside and give you this information. Um, And as Kirst said, if you want us to come out and help you, we would love to do that. We have team in Perth. Central Highlands, Queensland, Sydney, Melbourne, Gippsland, um, and we can travel from all of those places as well. So you can jump into your show notes, click on the link to our website and get in touch if that is you. So we hope that that has been some really helpful tips for you around decluttering in and downsizing. Um, we want to say thank you to Alison Smith, our latest Patreon member. So thank you Thanks, for joining Alison. and supporting us in that way. And we have a review from uh, somebody who likes licorice. <laughs> I think I have. No, actually, Kirst, I want you to read this one out. Ugh. I want to hear this come out of your mouth and then I'm going to get Jared to make a clip that just replays it over and over and over again and make it your ringtone. So tell us what the review is. Catherine55, you are awesome, even though you unlike licorice. (laughs) Because Amy asked a couple of weeks ago, if anybody who likes licorice, can you leave a review? So Catherine wrote, licorice, her title of her review is licorice is awesome. And it's a five-star review. And this is what else she wrote. And so is this show. (laughs) Like possibly my favourite review ever, Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) And Catherine, I love you even though you love (laughs) licorice. 
I just wrong. think it's the best. <laughs> we do have another review as well this week from Heather FD on Apple Podcasts. It's a five-star review titled Awesome. And she says, as a professional organizer in Perth, hello, colleague, I find your content so relatable and informative. Often others don't understand the complexity of our clients and the situations we may come across. Love your work, ladies, and the humor that you add to your series. Oh, thank you, Heather. We love, we love our industry and we are really thankful that you're part of it. We look forward to seeing you next week and, as always, happy decluttering. Yay, see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learnt something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. 